Welcome to HeartSpeak Podcast, episode 174, Aquarian Intuition. Welcome to the HeartSpeak Podcast, where valuable insights are shared that bypass the mind and resonate with the heart. Listen, open your heart, become inspired, find the joy and fulfillment that awaits when you follow your heart. And now, here's your host, Dr. Christine Page. Well, hello there. Wherever you are in the world, you are welcome. It's good to be back with you, especially as we approach a triple celebration, January the 31st, February 1st. What do I mean? Well, on these days, we have a new moon in Aquarius, which we're going to talk about. We also connect to the festival, the Celtic festival of Imbolc, which is really a time of the midwinter and associated with the goddess Brigid, who is the bringer of fire, of regeneration. And we also have the Chinese New Year, which is this year, the water tiger, representing independence, courage, fierceness. So take your pick as to which one you wish to celebrate, all or none. But I wanted to focus mainly on the Aquarian energy. As I have done in other podcasts, I want to really look at what's happening in our world and what are we preparing for? And why? Because I seem to have heard from so many people with Aquarian energy, which may be you, who are getting very frustrated at the constant Piscean energy that seems to be flowing around our world. Now, don't get offended. If you're a Piscean, I love you. My dear husband is a Piscean. It's not about being a Piscean. It's about the fact that we are coming to the end of the Piscean age. So the energy of the last 2000 years has all been connected to this Piscean energy. We also have a very important conjunction coming up, which is actually already starting between Jupiter, this expansive planet, and Neptune, who's been taking its time wandering through Pisces for a few years now. And this energy is going to build and build until April, I think it's April the 12th, when they are conjunct, they're on top of each other. And the last time they were conjunct in Pisces was around 1850, 1856. So what we're seeing is a buildup and an, an intensity of Piscean energy. And let me just clarify, what does it mean to have Piscean energy? What does it mean that we've lived in the age of Pisces for over 2000 years? Well, what it means is that the original understanding of Pisces were two fish swimming in opposite directions, joined by a common golden band. And the origin of that, or the meaning of that, was the sacred union, the sacred marriage of opposites. The coming together, the oneness. And so it really signified a time where there was no polarization where there was no polarization between our masculine and our feminine, between spirit and matter. And this is really being expressed a lot out into the world where we're being asked to embrace all parts of ourselves, embrace all parts of the community, 
but it's being done in such a polarized way. So if you're not with me, you're against me. So as we are integrating and accepting and unifying, we are also at the same time experiencing the extremes of polarization. Names being called like racist or you're not with me or you are an anti-something. This is appalling if we understand the very principles of Pisces, which is unification. Now, there are others who are talking about unification, but that unification is not about empowerment. It's about let's unify and you do it my way and you lose your power. You will all be taken care of and you'll be happy. You will own nothing and you'll be happy, the Great Reset. That's not the unifying that we're talking about. And for Aquarian energy, and we are heading into the age of Aquarius, possibly within the next 500 years, what we're really talking about is unification, but unity through the acceptance of diversity. Everybody with their own unique piece of the jigsaw to place on the ground. And for that Aquarian energy to occur, it is about unifying with ourselves, knowing ourselves, acknowledging ourselves, loving ourselves, accepting ourselves. And it's all about self-accountability in that way, self-integrity. So when we move from the Piscean energy, which is more about having leaders, gurus, masters, etc., and we all follow blindly, the Aquarian energy is no, everybody is a leader, everybody's a guru, everybody's a master, and we all contribute and are accountable for our contributions, and together we create a unified world. This is where we are. And so if you've been frustrated at all, <laughs> you're not alone. And I'm, you know, I'm in myself, I have an Aquarian moon, and some of you may be, have other energies in Aquarius. And, it's not from a place of judgment. I'm, I'm befuddled. I'm like, how can that be unifying? Anybody else think that? How can this be the direction we want to go? Because truly it is about connection. And for an Aquarian energy, it's about synthesizing information so that when I look at someone in, when I'm doing a soul reading, and I prefer to do that via my telephone, so I'm actually not physically looking at them, because then I can pick up energy from so many different sources. That might be past lives, it may be their spirit world, it may be their star family, it might be their physical body, and I can sense all of that. And what I then do is synthesize that information, bring it all together, and make a choice as to what is most appropriate for me to share at that time. And that's not saying I'm holding something back, but what will allow this interaction between myself and someone else to actually open doors for them or allow them to become more loving to themselves? That's the true meaning of intuition. How do I use information that I have collected and actually bring that information into awareness so that I help someone to reconnect to themselves. So let's just be clear. When I'm talking about Piscean energy, not versus Aquarian, but moving into Aquarian, we could be talking about psychic energy or psychic sensitivity 
moving into intuition. They work together. Now, what am I saying? Psychic information is receiving. Many a time we receive it through our solar plexus. We feel something. Some of us may get images. Some of us may hear words. Some of us may have bodily sensations. We're picking up. It's primarily, as I say, happens through our solar plexus. And so the ability to be psychic is to select and pick up information. And whether you are a medium or whether you act as a psychic or whether you're a healer, I will just say in all my experiences of teaching people to connect to their psychic abilities, everybody's psychic. People literally know something before they've actually experienced it in the, in the, in the real world, we could say. They say, well, I'm not psychic. Well, everybody is. It's our dream state, isn't it? If you have a dream, you're being psychic. You're experiencing information. If you feel something when you meet someone for the first time, you're already psychically reading that individual. You may have that same feeling about a place you visit. You know, when we say, oh, I just love being here. Or, I love being in the mountains. I love being by the sea. What are we talking about? We're saying, oh, I'm resonating with this place. I'm resonating with this person. Now, sometimes we can say, I don't like what I'm experiencing this other person. But the very fact that I'm irritated or agitated, I'm picking up something in them that is resonating with me. In other words, they're mirroring myself. That's our psychic abilities. We may describe them as clairvoyant or clairaudient or clairsentient, but they're what we call sixth sense. And you may sense energies in terms of people who may have lived in a home, or you may sense elementals, divas, fairies, or you may sense spirit guides. And truly, I just want to remind everybody, everybody has spirit guides. Everybody is connected. And someone says, have I got any guides? It's like, wow, the room is full of people. <laughs> but what we're really saying is, even if you, you think you haven't got guides, the likelihood is you're blocking your relationship with them. So being psychic really means to be out of our minds, as I like to say, to be in no sense. So we can be innocent and we can tap into our inner sense. You know, I like to put all those words together. So the more curious, the more fun we are, the lighter we are, the more likely we will experience these connections that I'm talking about. Now, if I'm really set on this is what I want to hear and you better tell me this, I'm not going to hear anything. So the more we're focused on this is the only way I'm going to believe that this is happening, the less it's likely to happen. And that can be a problem. <laughs> because I meet people who say only, you know, if the spirit world manages to move this chair from this room to the other room, will I believe in it? Why are they going to waste time <laughs> doing such a thing? It's not a party game. So however we or you may make that connection, it's, it's individual. Sometimes you feel your hair standing on end. Sometimes you get happy butterflies in your stomach. Sometimes you get unhappy butterflies. But that sense, psychic sensitivity is in everybody. And what we're needing to do is to open ourselves to the message. Now, again, not blocking that message. 
But if we're taking in that message, we're also taking it through filters. And this is especially problematic at the solar plexus. Because the solar plexus is not just a, a big satellite dish, is the way I like to describe it, taking in information. It's also taking in information from the past, sometimes just the past of this life or another life, but it's holding memory. And that memory will get in the way of new impressions coming in. Now, you could say it's valuable memory. It certainly is. It's emotional memory that keeps us secure. So in other words, I may have remembered a childhood friend or not friend uh, with a certain name, or let's say a friend with a certain name, so that every time I meet that, someone with that same name, my solar plexus immediately reacts to that name. Before I've even consciously thought, oh, that's funny, they have the same name as a friend of mine. Now, the opposite, which is what I was sharing with you, is that maybe I remember someone who hurt me or disappointed me. And when someone tells me their name and it's the same as that, I then get that feeling, oh, this person's going to let me down, this person's going to hurt me. And the more insecure I am and the less confident I am, the more likely I'm going to use these triggers to guide my life. And what do I mean about being confident? It's not just saying, look how wonderful I am. The more we see ourselves as not just a reaction to the world around us, but a creator of the world around us, the more we tap into what I call our soul energy, our higher self, and say, okay, I created these people in order to help myself in this life and not just be a, a victim to them. The more we can work with the energies that we meet in the world. That makes sense? So the more reactive we are, the less A, that we've probably done our own work, and B, the less contact we have with that deeper, higher self, we might call it, or inner self. I touch my heart when I'm saying that. And to me, the energy of, that moves from that Piscean energy to the Aquarian energy is not just picking up information, but Aquarian energy is able to say, okay, I sense myself as receiving this information. I am not the information. I sense myself receiving it. Now I have a choice as to what to do with it. I take it to my heart. I take it to my third eye. And I say, what is the most loving and wise thing to do with this information? You see, it's that step back that the Aquarian is allowed to do. And that can be something that you know if you do have Aquarian energy in your natal chart, that you know you do. You need to be able to step back, take time on your own. Some people might call you detached or cool. But what the Aquarian energy is, you could say, is more thoughtful. They are both Piscean and Aquarian energy, both what we might say psychic, but it's a different type of psychic awareness. Sometimes the Aquarian is so detached, they can't pick up on anything. So that can be a problem. And the Aquarians are having to be brought into their body through illness or some sort of um, crisis in their body because that will bring them into their body because they can get too detached. But the opposite of that is this Piscean energy. And again, don't just see it as whether you've got Pisces in your chart or Aquarius in your chart. What we're seeing as Jupiter and Neptune 
in Pisces come closer and closer together is this amazing reactive energy, not based on logic, not based on reflection, not even based on what is best for the group. This is a very much a survival trigger, an ego trigger. Uh, trigger. And you see a, a reaction, and it makes no sense. Now, I hope this doesn't sound like judgment. I'm just trying, when I meet someone like that, I try to say, well, can you explain where you're coming from? Can you show me how you came to that conclusion? <coughs> and they look at me and say, are you crazy? <laughs> I'm telling you this. Why can't you just accept it? And for anybody who does like to see a conclusion, it can be very challenging. And I'll use one example. You may have come across people who keep going back to an abusive relationship. And when you question that person, say, well, what happened? And they tell you the story of what happened, the abuse. And you think the conclusion is going to be, well, are you going to leave that person? They go, well, no, I'm just going to go back because, you know, it only happened once and they're really a very nice person. And I really do like them. I do love them. And I say, do you like them? Oh, no, but well, you know, I do love them. And maybe I'm there for my karma. So that might all be true. But the logic which is in their body, they feel they're not allowing themselves to, to actually express. How did it? How did you feel deep inside your body when perhaps they hurt you? Instead, this mind gets distorted into a type of logic that doesn't seem logical. And I'm going to say I'm seeing the same with the vaccines. Hear me when I say I'm all for everybody just having choice what they do. But when someone tells me that they are triple vaccined, and still they got COVID, but it's okay because they're going to take the next booster and make sure that it doesn't happen again. I mean, my first logic is, well, why did you take it in the first place? Oh, well, I thought I wasn't going to get COVID. You took the second dose for the same reason, and then you took the third dose. In fact, I hear people who say, oh, I got, I got Omicron, the, the COVID, and I'm going to take the booster now. It just doesn't make sense. What we choose to do needs to have some self-reflection. And again, I'll take it away from the vaccine and put it back onto why do you keep, keep going out with that person or why do you keep going back to that situation? And we've all been there. Oh, my God, I can put my hand up. You know, when people would ask me those questions, I'd come up with a, a feeble excuse as to why I was still in a situation. Until someone you know, really did say to me, uh, is this really the best thing and the most respectful thing you could do for yourself? No. Well, move on. <laughs> so this type of thinking where it's based on the past, it's based also on our own lack of confidence in ourselves, our own lack of self-love. Is this the most loving thing we can do for ourselves? Is this the wisest thing we can do for ourselves? And the solar plexus isn't always able to get that information across. It often just reacts and keeps reacting, hoping that if we keep doing the same thing, we're going to get a different result. 
So what we're going to see, I'm going to say, is more craziness than we've ever seen. And as I was looking at Jupiter and Neptune coming together in April, and as I say, already starting to be closer and closer, Jupiter is in Pisces is about finding ourselves, exploring our truth. And that's what we're all doing. It's exploring, stretching out our consciousness so we can know that unification. And ask ourselves, and I'm going to put it out there, do I believe I'm loved? Do I believe I belong in a unity, unity consciousness? Do I believe that I'm loved by whatever I call God? Because this is really, Jupiter is, is very much about religions and higher education and philosophies. So our religions are getting stretched. Our beliefs about religion are getting stretched. Our beliefs about God is getting stretched. Our beliefs about spirituality are getting stretched. That's what Jupiter in Pisces does. It says, is that the limit of your belief system about spirituality? And you know that is what's happening now as jupiter is in pisces we're being stretched and it will continue in pisces until may when it goes into aries which as i've said could be a very fiery time because jupiter in aries is very much about warrior energy and then it will come back into pisces towards the end of the year but at this moment we're sitting in this place where we're being stretched our consciousness is being stretched but Jupiter isn't just about, oh, let me fly out and have experiences and meditate and not be in my body. Jupiter is, what is the truth? So you might actually be getting frustrated again by not being able to find the truth in the philosophies or the education or the, or the, the religions that you used to believe in. So as we're searching for our own truths, we may find that Neptune is coming along dissolving or confusing us with old beliefs. We say, well, I thought that was true, but now it isn't. So this is really about knowing inside ourselves what we, we already know we can feel when we are one with the universe. Okay? So knowing what it feels like to be one with the universe, it means that anything else is not what we're going to accept anymore. I remember being in Sharp Cathedral, a beautiful cathedral with wonderful stained glass windows. And I sat looking at one of those stained glass windows. And it was as if it was a portal, a doorway, a window, <laughs> truly a window, but a window into my soul, but also a window into oneness. And as I sat there, I felt as if I was seen and known and loved without any conditions. And it felt wonderful. Nothing to hide, nothing to veil, nothing to mask. There was no judgment. There was nothing I needed to do but just shine my light. And I believe the same is true for all of us. And anything that says you are less than, not loved until you do this, not okay being you, is not being one with the universe. So I encourage us all to keep that search going with Jupiter. But as we do that, and as I say, as we move towards April, 
in the 12th of April, we're going to see more and more confusion, more and more anxiety rise up, more and more people say, I know the way, I'm the way, follow me. And just because you have mystical experiences and you are a psychic and or a medium and, you know, I see myself like that, doesn't mean that you have the magic to know the way. And what can happen is that we distort the view we have on the world through our own wounds, through our own pains, through our own distortions. So if we feel that we've been hurt, then unfortunately that's the scratch we have on our glasses and we see the world through our own scratch, through our own wound. And having been in the psychic world all my life, I see that too often. Someone who says, I know what's going to happen. I know where you're going to go. And I can feel and see it's coming through their scratch. We have to do our own work. And we have to acknowledge that if we start talking about polarization and them and us and we're better than and you're one of the enlightened ones, then we're already lost because that's just a mythology. I'm sorry to say, there is nothing out there. It is what's inside me. And since I am oneness, then you are oneness. There's not an us and them. And remember, the only way we do this is to do our own work, to be reflected upon. So if we see there's chaos out in the world and anxiety and we get worked up about all of that, then the first job we have to do is to face our own inner chaos, our own inner anxiety. I'll face my own frustration, but if there's anxiety, if you only see the world as chaotic, anxious and destructive, then please do your own work. Because when I meet someone who says, I'm just a channel for light, I always say, remember if that light water or water light passes through a, a rusty pipe, the water's going to come out rusty. Our journey is not to bring the light in, it's to be a clear channel for that light. And the, to be a clear channel, we have to do our own work. So we are in this very exciting time. And you might have said, well, she was going to talk about Aquarius. Well, this Aquarian new moon is really inviting in this energy. The next new moon will be Pisces. But it's saying, wake up. Wake up. This is your time. This is your time. Step outside. The parameters of craziness. Step outside and say to yourself, there is more to my world. And I know it. I don't have to go and search for it. It is within me. What of my world do I want to share? And recognizing that things are going to get crazier, beliefs are going to get blown up, things that we, we held on as our security blankets, they're going to disappear. And we're seeing that. And at the same time, we have Pluto returning to Pluto as it was at the time of the birth of the US. And we're going to see massive changes here. We're already seeing this. And economically, the greatest challenge will be if the dollar no longer is the standard currency of the world. If that is taken away, then there's going to be a collapse. 
So, so many things are happening. And I like to think I come back to Imbolc where we have Bridget, the, the fiery one, she was called, the arrow of fire. She's not just firing in order to bring warmth to you in the middle of winter. She is saying, what inside us all is that fire? Where is that fire? What fires you up? That's what I like to say. When I look at Bridget within our astrology chart, I like to say, what is your fire? She was also can be represented by Vesta, same as the Roman equivalent. It's that eternal fire that burns. And that's why they had Vestal Virgins and why the light of Bridget was kept alight, alight all the time. So find that inner fire, my friends. It isn't a fire of anger. It is a fire of passion, compassion. It's something that gets you out of bed in the morning. And that Aquarian energy is driving it, like the tiger is driving it, to say, it's time. It's time to come out into the world. It's time to be seen. And yet, I will put my last thought here. Please keep your feet on the ground. Because these are going to be challenging times when it's difficult to know what is right or wrong out in the world or what is right or wrong for us. Resonate with your own truths, my friend. Be true to yourself. Be true to your heart. Listen to your heart and recognize we are all in this together. There's never been a more powerful time. I think COVID has offered us an awakening we would never have experienced without it. I've never seen so many people step up, step out, make choices for themselves. It doesn't matter what the choice is, it's just their choice, rather than allowing other people to make that choice for them. So I'm going to end on that today. I wish you a happy new moon, Imbolc, Chinese New Year, whatever you wish to celebrate. Keep your feet on the ground, your heart open, your mind open, and know that together we will create many beautiful new worlds. Many blessings now. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the HeartSpeak Podcast with Dr. Christine Page. Please check out all HeartSpeak episodes in the podcast archive section on www.christinepage.com. HeartSpeak is also available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and now playing on Amazon Music and iHeartRadio. You can also watch the archive podcast on Christine's channel on YouTube and now on Rumble. Connect with Christine on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook, including her newest Facebook group, The Great Mother Calling. Do share with family, friends, colleagues. Join us next time for another edition of HeartSpeak.